0: Hi Connectors. I know it's been such a long time since we last connected. Please charge it to my head and not my heart because I love you all so much. Life has been incredible. (laughs) Yes, it's been awesome. It's been crazy. It's been amazing. It's been trying. It's been life. I am now the singer Of the house band at a hotel here and wow it's just it's been amazing but it's not about me right now it is about the guy who you will connect with and actually you hear that yeah an amazing composition called kumba why by Brian C. Simmons he is a pianist and keyboardist here in Dubai, and such an amazing person, genuine spirit. So, enough talking from me, because I want you to connect with Brian C. Simmons. You already know what to do. Sit back, relax, do what you do, whatever you do while listening to a podcast, and let's get connected. We are connected. I am so excited. Yes, I know. I'm always excited, but I'm especially excited about this episode because it has been, what, Brian, a year now? Yeah. Okay. So Brian Simmons, I met him on Facebook about a year ago. And just like two days ago, I finally met him. Brian is a world famous international pianist here in Dubai, all the way from where are you from?
1: San Francisco, California.
0: Okay, San Francisco, California. And I was so excited to see him. I think that was what, Sunday maybe? Yeah, yeah? Sunday at the music room here in Dubai where Brian was the pianist for the Evolver band. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So Brian, how how are you today?
1: I'm good, I'm good, I'm good just packing, uh, getting my things ready to go, Um, but I'm good, I'm good overall.
0: Yeah? Yeah? Uh, Okay, so as you heard him just say, Brian, unfortunately, is leaving Dubai. And I'm kind of sad, because I would love to just sit and listen to you play, like, your piano skills are amazing. (laughs) So, okay, what brought you here to Dubai? Was it the music? Um, it's actually a pretty interesting story. Um, uh, about
1: three years ago, I was home, uh, just doing the regular jazz gig, the regular circuit, uh, one-offs here and there. And, um, I was playing a lot, playing um, probably about five to six times a week, and teaching. And um, I had a really good friend that I met through uh, through another mutual musician that um, we're playing a gig, and he just, like, up and, and leaves. He's like, here, here's all my gigs. You know, I got to go to Bahrain. I was like, oh, okay, what's in Bahrain? I never even heard of this country. And he just left, and it's uh, like, yeah, I'm going on this gig, uh, this, like, hotel circuit. Like, you know, you just six nights a week play in the band. I was like, first time hearing about this. And I'm like, okay, man, that's cool, you know. So he goes there. And he's there for about six months, and um, it's like kind of a small scene there, but a lot of bands there. Uh, and he meets Evolver, the band that I'm in now, and they party together, you know, on the same island. Uh, so he comes back, and then you know we play, continue playing together, and then um, they called him again, needing a bass player and a keyboard player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he just moved; or he was moving to Colombia for about a year. So he calls me from Columbia and says, hey, are you available? You know, this opportunity is here. You know, um, it's a good it's good for you. You'll learn musically. You'll play six nights a week, which is new, which is kind of hard, or what you're already doing, but uh, just playing pop music. And uh, he asked me if I was available, and if I wanted to do it, make some money. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Um, so he put me in contact with the band leader, Janelle and uh, Felix, and I uh, did a Skype interview, and I got basically got hired. <laughs> on the spot. On the spot. Yeah, yeah, on the spot. Uh, wow. But that gig was in 2013 to go to Oman, and um, I prepared all my things and uh, bought the keyboards, flight cases, everything. And uh, about two weeks before the contract was supposed to start, uh, Oman changed their laws for live music and dancing, so that gig got canceled after oh, no. I like it, it canceled all my gigs, you know, like learned songs and you know, so it got canceled and uh that just changed changed a lot of things. So I was still home, you know. And uh it went back to my regular life. Um and then about a year later they called me, it's like hey we finally got a contract, you know, this is happening. Um we're going to Bahrain at oh, nice. the Intercontinental. Are you ready? I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I was ready. But, uh, like, it's funny to tell the story now. Deep down inside, I didn't think the gig was going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, still had my keyboard, still had all this stuff. And uh, it got real, like, when I stepped on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) And then then I left. I didn't tell anybody. Like, the first time I told everyone, told, like, left my jobs, everything, you know, Mm. changed my bank accounts, everything, cell phones, and then it fell through. And it, Like kind of screwed me, <laughs> so yeah. so the second time I didn't tell anyone told my boss like the day I was leaving, and it, it wasn't the best way to leave but but I did it, and uh been on the road for about two years since then, and wow. it's been great, great experience,
0: wow,, yeah. I just want to go back, so you had a Skype interview, so like you had to set up your keyboard, and yeah, yeah. wow, yeah, well, actually, I was
1: on a it's funny It's funny how I got hired. I was actually on a grand piano because oh, <laughs> I was in school. <laughs> yeah. wow. It was like between classes. And they're like, yeah, well, they needed someone urgently. they was mm-hmm. like, we need somebody. Like, just do it wherever you are right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm at school, you know. It was like, but there's pianos around. And it was like, okay, play this Stevie Wonder song. Play this Bon Jovi song. And uh, I forget what the other one. It was like, take a solo. And then that's all we need. Okay, cool. You know, I did it and... It's like, all right, yeah, you got the job. Called me that night <laughs> from uh, Darren Bahrain at the time.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah. And I remember you telling me about a year ago, um, take your time, you know, it's going to take some time because I was telling you, I'm ready to go right now. Yeah. And you told me, like, it's okay, be patient, like, just use this time yeah. to prepare yourself. Yeah. And so I'm guessing that was lived at Vice, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and it it happened almost suddenly. Like, I came back here to Dubai and networked, and, like, two weeks later, the guy was like, yeah, I got something for you. And, of course, like you, I didn't want to say, all right, y'all, I'm going to be a singer here because... I mean, things happen like yeah. that all the time. Like, yeah. yeah, we got something. Oh, never mind. You yeah, know.
1: Exactly. Wow.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So after, so you left the states, and you went to Bahrain. Yeah. How is that? How is that experience? Ah
1: man, Bahrain was way. Bahrain, I, I like it actually better than uh, better than Dubai. Really? Yeah, because it was a. Uh, I do know, I left for, you know, for, like, to get a cultural experience. Mm-hmm. You know, in Dubai, you don't really, you don't need to know, like, no Arabic to get around. You don't really need to, like, fit into the culture. You don't have to, everyone you see, you don't have to say, salaam Alaikum, you know? Right. It's it's fine. You, hi, you know, whatever. It's pretty Western westernized, I guess. Uh, but Bahrain was really, like, Arab, you know? it's like, the locals, a lot of locals, and, uh... Yeah. <laughs> um... So it was like a really cultural experience, like Arabic food and you know and it's just you'll get cab drivers who don't speak any English wow. you only speak Arabic, you know, so you kind of had to like learn and um I was really fortunate uh the d j on the gate was a really cool guy from Lebanon and he spoke Arabic mm-hmm. and he had a car <laughs> we were just partying and driving around and um, like a really small community of musicians, so everyone had jam nights and mm-hmm yeah it was it was really fun really fun experience and wow. uh yeah first time playing pop music I like, came on the gig and I thought I knew what I was doing yeah and I had no idea like I had no idea I was gonna be playing brass and strings and mm-hmm. organ yeah you know, thought I was coming getting hired as a pianist <laughs> you right. know which which I wasn't
0: <laughs> so wait, you play other instruments then
1: um uh on the keyboards keyboard, samples and all that now yeah. I got you. yeah.
0: Um, and you said that you were in school, so you were still in undergrad when you were hired?
1: Yeah.
0: Whoa! Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. You know, usually my first question is, after undergrad, what was your first job? Yeah. Uh, this is your first job, this then? This is
1: first job, yeah. yeah.
0: Wow.
1: It's interesting, like, uh, a lot of my professors, you know, because I'm pretty close, and another reason I'm going back to finish, um, but they're, like, you know, School's always going to be here, you know, I was on scholarship and mm-hmm. it was like, you can always get the scholarship back, you know, you have the skills and you got it once, you can get it again. It was like, just do it and do it. Go for it. Get the experience, put on your resume. And then when you get your grad, you know, go to a better school because you have a better resume. Yeah.
0: So, so, Brian, how old are you?
1: I'm 25. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that is, like, I'm really proud of you Like, extremely proud of you Because this is something that I've always wanted to do Be an international singer And you are living, I'm guessing this is your dream To play all over the world?
1: Yes, yes and no, yes and no Um, I My, I guess my dream Dream is, yes, that's one of a. that's a, a piece of it Um, But I really enjoy writing. I really enjoy teaching. And, um, you know, I really would like a stable lifestyle when I get older. Like, um, I have a lot of mentors and a lot of mentors. Mentors with Grammys and, like, play with crazy people. And, like, all my professors are, like, they're, like, amazing. You know, just, like, man, (laughs) unimaginable. So I see the lifestyles and I see some that are, like, have, families and they're like really stable and they're secure in what they do but still go on a tour every now and then and come back and I have other I've seen other people who've like played these crazy gigs and they're just they're not really stable and you know multiple divorces and stuff like that so so just seeing the difference between musicians I would like to go with the more stable route when I in my late 30s or mid 30s or something so i need to get all the touring and stuff out of me now and then uh, and then settle
0: down later wow that's that's pretty wise of you (laughs) (laughs) so okay what school did you
1: go to undergrad uh Los madonna's college in um in cal state east bay
0: Okay, shout out. I always, well, not always ask, but I'm pretty proud of my undergrad, Loyola University in New Orleans. Shout out, because like you're glowing talking about your professors. And I have many mentors as well. And they, Loyola definitely has some of the best professors, and they have definitely guided me through life, through this whole music world. So I can understand and appreciate your gratitude for them. So um, you were in Bahrain before. Any other countries? Um, playing. Yes.
1: Uh, No, no, it was just uh, Bahrain and the UAE.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you see yourself in any other countries, or do you want to visit any other countries with your music? Um, yeah, yeah,
1: I would like to. I would like to. Uh, I would like to go to Asia because it's just a completely different scene from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. The Middle East a lot of uh, pop, classic rock, based. You know, that's kind of the market out here. And um, Asia is like more jazz, and they they like urban kind of stuff, hip hop and blues and. You know, like really, like heavy arrangement. Like you know, you can play snarky puppy on the gig, and mm-hmm. people will be into it. Yeah. You know, if you play that kind of stuff here, like jazz fusion on the gig here, people will be like, oh, okay, yeah, play some uh, Bon Jovi. You yeah. know, so yeah. so yeah, I would, I would definitely like to experience Asia, and uh, maybe the Caribbean's like a cruise, a cruise gig. Okay. Um, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. I would definitely, definitely, definitely open, it, open to it.
0: Okay, so I want you to keep that in mind. And maybe think a a little bit harder about where specifically, because later in this interview, I'm going to ask you again where you want to go and who you would like to take, okay? Okay. So just keep that in mind so it won't be a big surprise, because everyone I ask, they're like, "Uh, I don't know. So I'm giving you a heads up. So you kind of have, like, the advantage right now, okay? Okay. All right. Um, So let's take it all the way back. Um, Were your parents pro the arts or like do they encourage the arts um yes
1: yes actually uh
0: it's a uh, pretty interesting um
1: both parents and i have a older sister and they all sing now uh, my mom's a gospel recording artist uh, wow. has cds and i grew up singing and you know it's four of us so she'll make us do four part harmonies for her songs Whoa. before she taught it to the choir mm-hmm. um so, so yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but it was interesting, like, high school, I was playing sports and stuff, and uh, my mom, like, her job is a, she's a nurse, but more on the corporate side, and like, pretty high up there, so she was kind of telling me to get a stable job, go for being in, uh, something in the medical field, you know, it's always there, and um yeah, I was playing sports in high school and uh, I was good but I wasn't good. <laughs> it was like I was uh once I started playing music, my dad was like, Hey, you should do this, like you're not gonna be a NFL player, you're not gonna be a pro wrestler, you know. Aww. So I was like he was like, You run slow. He's like I'm I'm Aww. in my It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like I'm in my late forties and I can run away faster than you. <laughs> well dad. Yeah, geez. Like, yeah thanks. <laughs> but uh he was like, Yeah, just Go for music, uh, and then it was around eleventh 11th grade. Eleventh 11th grade, twelfth grade in high school. Um, where I went from playing on the football team, and then I was getting, I was playing classical music, and one of my friends told me to get into the jazz band, and then I started playing jazz. And senior year, I was in the band, so I went from like being like kind of a jock (laughs) for most of high school last year I was hanging out with all the band geeks and like like I found my place (laughs) and I loved it like you know and yeah so he was for that and then after high school he was like it's like studied studying college and you know my mom wasn't I mean she was for it but she's like oh minor in this you know just in case you know and my dad was like nah go for it and that's what I did and it's it's working out (laughs) so far
0: (laughs) So, who taught you to play the piano?
1: Um, I have a mentor, uh, Guy Irsoudo. Shout out to Guy! I'll see you Hi, soon. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's a comes from a, a background of musicians. Like his dad is from Sicily, and I came over to California and I, like directed Frank Sinatra's big bands. Whoa! And like, yeah, some like crazy like back in the like. San Francisco area like old school like all those guys and he went to high school with guy um with uh, Sly Sly and the Family Stone Whoa. like all these guys are from Vallejo like my hometown and so he just like comes from that era really old school um and yeah he was my first first teacher first first mentor and um wow yeah yeah I was really into classical actually when I when I first met him and, you know... How
0: old were you when you started?
1: I was actually a late bloomer, like, 13?
0: Really? 12,
1: 13, around there, yeah. Like, really late and uh, taught myself how to read music in, like, a couple weeks. And then... uh, Wow. Just jumped into Mozart and Beethoven within my first, like, four months of playing, you know.
0: That is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I started um, with music... When I was maybe three, wow. and I started playing the piano, uh uh-uh, don't don't ask because yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. ah, I can read, but no, don't ask yeah. me to play because I will not play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. that is truly incredible. Yeah. Wow, yeah. and you said that you're also a teacher. Yeah, so yeah. you have like little protege at back at home.
1: Uh. Um. Yes and no. Yes and no. Um, I was actually uh, director of music at a growth and development center. Okay. Uh, shout out to Bright Futures. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> In um, El Cerroni, California, and um, I it was interesting. Uh, I was on a gig, and then uh, a lady was there, just like really enjoying the music, uh, Ivy Winston, and uh, just really into the music, and you know, I asked if I. If I teach at all, you know, if I was ever interested, you know, she told me about her program and, uh, I came in and, um, she has a musical, like award show for the kids Aww. every year. And she's like, Hey, do you want to direct it? Do you want to be the MD for it? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. You know? And then, um, yeah, this like came up with a lot of songs and a lot of arrangements and then taught them to the kids. And then, um, it was like a whole musical, like hired my band and we were in the pit and stuff and we're all on the headsets you know and like making sure everything is synced and everything so yeah yeah, just doing that um, I guess directing for the musical and teaching the kids so wow yeah but more of a classroom settings yeah uh, and lessons too Uh, I enjoy teaching lessons
0: wow so what do you like the most teaching or playing
1: that's a that's a hard one that's a hard one um
0: or what gives you the most fulfillment?
1: You know what? That's that's a interesting question. Um, John Coltrane said, "If you can teach it, play it, and write it, you know you're a, almost you're a complete musician, basically. Mm-hmm. So if my goal in life, if I can, if those can be equal, you know, if I can be have a good amount of playing and teaching what I'm playing, and then uh, writing." You know if I can have like a perfect bound to that, I'll be happy in life. but to answer your question, um I say playing probably gives me the most the most joy or writing something and then playing it mm-hmm. so yeah. Wow. yeah
0: who influences your music um
1: like my compositions i yes.
0: uh, <laughs>
1: it's funny uh I guess uh, it's always a uh, when I'm when I'm like feel needed, when I feel like I need to write is like usually after like a breakup, or, like a heartbreak or something. Yeah. So like it sucks now. Like looking back, like a majority of my compositions are about like ex girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like dang, I need to like you know come up with some happy music or like something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, not all of them are like negative or like, but um, yeah. So the majority, but uh, other than that, um. Like, some are, I guess, influenced by the type of music that I'm into. Like, uh, I have an Afro-Cuban song that I really like, that, like, Latin style. Yeah. But, like, more, like, with the Afro 6-8 kind of clave, you know, kind of uh-huh. stuff like that. And then I um, really like Bill Evans, so that kind of, like, really like the classic modern jazz. Okay. Like, really modern, like, really, like, out, but not too out, but still considered classic, so...
0: Yeah. So it just
1: depends on who I'm listening to and what I'm feeling okay. or if I have to write in a certain style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
0: So tell me, what's a typical day for you like coming from your background, you know, jazz, R and B soul, and then coming here where you said it's mostly pop yeah. and rock, yeah. what's a typical day for you like preparing for a show? Um
1: it actually changed from when I first came on the scene and to now. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, when I first came here, um, I was supposed to come knowing 125 songs. and you know, that was like our first gig. You know, just know these songs, and that's gonna be the bass uh-huh. And I came, and I thought I kind of knew those songs. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm playing piano, you know, kind of. And I came on the gig, and I didn't know anything. Like. He was like, yeah, this is not, you know, this is not your job. So, but I mean, uh, Felix Fichette, the musical director and Janelle uh, sat me down and told me exactly what my job was and like, we listened to a song and like, you know, I'm playing the guitar, he's playing the drums, he's playing the bass, you hear those strings like that's you, you hear the horns, that's you, piano, that's you, there's everything that, that's Everyone else can't handle is me, you know? Mm. Like, so I was like, oh, okay, wow. Like, that That's a lot, changed no? Changed the job, yeah, yeah. So a lot of songs I'm playing strings and organs, and just, like, it really opened my mind to, like, just what a keyboardist is, you know? It's yeah. Really, it, keyboardist, piano is, like, completely different jobs. Like,
0: can, can you explain that a little more, like, the difference? Yeah,
1: yeah, um, piano one you just have one sound <laughs> you're, you're playing on the piano and that's it you know that's your sound what you're working with you don't have to switch sounds between songs Wait. for keyboard um, really had to get into programming and programming sounds and uh, being able to listen to the songs and pick out my parts uh, trying to give you a song for example uh, um, I'm trying to think of a song I don't know any like a Adele song or anything in the, in the pop world. Like there's a lot of strings, you know, depending on the artist. Um, so I had to like really, I'll, I'll come with the string part to rehearsal, and he's like, "Yeah, yes, it's strings, but it's not that string that's on the track, you know." Uh. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, go back and like mess with my keyboard, and then is this closer? I'm like, yeah, it's getting closer." And there's just every rehearsal of. Um, of them helping me, you know, mm-hmm. with sounds, you know, like, say we play a uh, Nicki Minaj song and it has a lot of synths, you know, and I'll kind of come with some synth parts and he's like, it's like, yeah, it's close, but it's not that sound. Yeah, yeah it's not that sound or, or like, man, this band is really like into details, you know, you been playing reggae, you know, I'll play a bubble. It's like, yeah, your bubble's cool, but you're like swinging it and you're kind of playing straight at the same time. Like, which one pick? You know, I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm playing swing, and the bass player swinging it, but the context of the song, your bubble needs to be straight. So, wow. so I was like, okay, yeah. It's just like, man, first couple of months were just rough. It just felt like I was just getting picked on every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I learned, and it, and it made me stronger, and, and yeah. like really understand like stylistic differences, like which, and not even just like okay. Yeah, reggae, but just just being open to knowing that stuff is swung and stuff is straight, and
0: yeah.
1: something might be swung and straight, but it just makes this, like, counterbalance and makes this feeling that people feel, you know, yeah. and you're not even thinking technically, like, all this stuff is going on, but, but it is, it's there. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. so you can say that this has made you grow as a musician oh, yeah
1: definitely definitely a completely different musician uh so yeah, sorry that went off
0: no I went off track from no, your question fine.
1: um so yeah my typical day was just like learning songs like bringing my keyboards to my room listening to songs and just trying to get into a groove of how to learn the songs and like mm-hmm. how to how to chart it out you know because i read music and like my, my memory is okay it's good i mean now like i have most stuff memorized but Back then, I would have to, like, chart it out. I had a bunch of papers on the gig, you know, it was just, like, old school, just, you know. Right now, note by note, like, all these string parts that I just couldn't remember, you know.
0: Wow. So
1: that was most of my day. And then um, it took me about six months to, like, get everything down and know what my job was and get familiar with my keyboards and not just program the sounds, but, you know, everything is we play is conti- continuous, like, nothing... We don't really like dead space in between songs. So four bars, while that song's ending, I'm changing my sounds for the next song. And then I might start the next song, you know. So I was like, yeah, just, just wow. getting used to that. <laughs> it, was, it was huge. <laughs>
0: and how many songs did you learn per week? Um,
1: about five songs per week. Uh, but when I started the band, it was maybe around like maybe around like 10. But they kind of let me do it at my own pace. Um, like, but I think we had to do at least five. Like, at least five's done. But this is your ten for the week, and if you can get them done, like, cool. And if you can't, like, just make sure those five are tight, you know. And and it'll be weeks where I'll do the ten. You know, I'm feeling more confident about my job and come up with the ten is like, yeah, it's like they're not right. Like, let's go back to these five. And like, it's just like it was. It was hard. Hard. Like criticism, but it was all good. It was all for the good,
0: so... Wow, yeah. I'm in that stage right now, because <laughs> like you, like I'm coming from jazz, soul, yeah. and now I singing rock music, yeah. never in my life, yeah. but I appreciate it because this is opening up a whole new world for me, yeah. and even though I may not get the lyrics 100 every single time, yeah. At least, like, I'm learning these new songs, and like, when I go out and I hear it and I can like jam with them, yeah. like, yeah, 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 I know that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you're just saying about preparing for like these gigs, but how do you yourself like mentally prepare for a show?
1: Um, before getting on stage?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, That's very interesting. Now that I've I've been at this venue for about a year and a half and it's there's no mental preparation that goes on now you know that i've been here for so long and played with the band for two years straight and we just you know we can we can it's really cool like it's really into our muscle memory like we can play really good together in any kind of like mental state of mind almost (laughs) you know i can be like whatever, like crazy hungover, just like just waking up, like running down like rushing, and then as soon as I play, like it's good, it's okay, it's there, you know, yeah. <laughs> that I've been playing the music for so long, but back in the days if I was like hungover and or, like playing a gig, I'll just like. Whew. I'll be, I'll be like sweating, you know, yeah. <laughs> like on the gig, just like worried, you know, how it would sound and like mm-hmm. you're rushing, my time will be all like mm-hmm. kind of making little mistakes here and there, but, yeah. but uh, just playing consistently every day for two years, like really, like got, I guess, I call it my mistake ratio, <laughs> mistakes to correct ratio, whatever, it's gone down a lot, so. That's good. Yeah, 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 okay. so, um, so yeah now i just I just play <laughs> no preparation really, but when I go back home, I'll definitely yeah uh, i'm gonna have to change some things yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: that's a great lead into my next question. How does playing in the states compare to playing abroad um
1: playing in the, uh, it's it's very different um it's interesting, I guess in the states to like uh like, it depends on where you go, and it changes. Like, the scenes changes, change so much. But uh, if you have to sum up the whole states into, like, one one thing and compare it to being abroad, um, in states people are, like, way more, like, I wouldn't say appreciative, uh, but you can, you can almost play. You can play whatever in the states, really, and somebody's going to be listening. You'll have an audience for it, and you know, there's, like, these crazy, crazy acid jazz and, like, all these really, like, psychedelic stuff. And you go to the concerts and it's just packed, you know? Yeah. It's, like, there's a market for for anything, like, super right. folk, super folk. Like, I'm going to play forks and knives <laughs> in a in a violin. And that's just, like, our thing. That's our unique sound. And people yeah. will dig it. You know, you'll see people show up to your gigs. <laughs>
0: True. Yeah.
1: So then, like, playing jazz and stuff, you know, like... I felt like oh okay jazz is cool, you know, jazz is like has still has an audience and out here. And so you go to you go abroad and it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh people wanna hear the classic rock and people wanna hear what your country is known for. You know, even not just America, America yeah, we have hip hop, rap, we have Motown and, and all that. They wanna hear that stuff and even you go into the rocks and you know, a lot of classic rock. You know, they want to hear what it's known for. Sweet Home Alabama. That's like a really American song. Yeah. You know, and then say you're from the UK. They want to hear a lot of British, British um, reggae or British R&B. You know, they want to hear like what your country's known for, not what you want to do or what right. you like to do. You know, so that's that's the difference. Okay. That's the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What would be your most exciting memory playing abroad? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, okay, we can do two in Bahrain and here in Dubai. Okay, okay. Um,
1: most memorable memorable moment in Bahrain. Um, I guess um, like we used to have jam nights and um, people would come with, any any songs, really. Anything they wanted, you know, if we can play it, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And um, in Bahrain, I was able to play jazz a little bit. You know, somebody would come with, uh, I don't know, any type of some jazz standard. Uh, but i say, like, a particular jam night where it was just probably about 30 musicians there. And we were just, like, playing, you know, it was just fun music. And it was just totally, it wasn't totally improvised, but it was, like, organic in a way that you know, we've never played together, like the setup was never the same,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that was a memorable moment. Um, for Dubai, um, I would say, uh, like opening up for, um, oh, okay, I have two, two, okay. uh, two, um, opening up for. I forget which band it was, but we'll, every now and then, you know, open up for a huge band and the crowd will be massive. So, I guess a couple of those. Yeah. But, um, most recently, uh, played at the Food Truck Festival. Okay. But, uh, played a duet with the drummer, Ratish. Um, and, uh, yeah, we just played, like, kind of, like, fusion, jazz fusion, just like, hip-hop stuff, and just, like, completely improvised, but we kind of made arrangements and stuff, so... That was that was really fun, really fun, and it was like a reminder of home. People were like appreciative, like, "Oh man, these guys are doing some like hip, like weird stuff that I really can't explain what they're doing, uh, yeah. but it's amazing though." You know, so that was that was
0: memorable moment. And then you have food trucks, and that yeah. makes everything just amazing, right?
1: Exactly. exactly.
0: <laughs> wow, that sounds fun um, about the the jam night, yeah. and I remember one night here um, we had like the. The bar was packed. Like, I've never seen that many people. And this guy, I forgot his name, but... He's, like, really well-known. He's a guitarist here. And when you see him, he looks Indian. He has, like, the long black hair. Yeah. Like, he looks kind of, you know, hip, I guess. Yeah. And he gets on the guitar, and he is going crazy. The crowd is going wild. Like, yeah. people are just up dancing and so, I can just imagine like having that many musicians and yeah, yeah, yeah. just being able to jam like yeah. music is I always say whenever I haven't heard live music in a while that it just my soul is revived, mm-hmm. and then being able to share that with other yeah. musicians, yeah. I know that was just amazing, yeah, so um, okay. We're going to take it back one more time before we move forward. Do you remember your first song you ever played publicly?
1: Ooh. Ooh. Yes. No. Uh, I remember my my first gig as a solo pianist.
0: Okay, that's fine.
1: Um... I don't know. I think it's like blue bosser or something, like yeah. one of those like old jazz standards. Okay. It was like for somebody's retirement party, Aww. and it's like, oh, it's a piano here, Brian. You're kind of playing the <laughs> piano, so you want to play? i was like, yeah, sure, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah it's a couple from my church. And, okay, yeah.
0: How old are you?
1: I think I was like fourteen. Wow. Thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so now let's move forward. Okay. Um, do you have any? Um solo projects you're working on um Yes, yes and no. um I wouldn't
1: say, well I did have more solo stuff that I was working on back at home, but uh um I've definitely been writing, uh, I guess just using this time to prepare, just write as much as I can, and when I come back, just uh be able to get in the studio and like charted everything out for everyone and I know how I want it to sound so. It's not there yet, but um, I have the material, and when I go back and pick the guys I want to use, and I have a lot of lot of guys, I want to use a lot of different musicians that, like, really, like, write to the musicians that I'm working with, so um, I have some stuff for, you know, my more, like, hip-hop kind of guys, okay. like, soul gospel dudes, you yeah. know, and then um, for, like, my more, like, funk guys, or and then even my more, like, jazz, like, straight-ahead guys, so... So, um, yeah, I I really, I want to come out with the album. I don't know when, but... uh,
0: No, we have to set a date, because if we don't set a date, (laughs) then it will never happen. So, when will that album come out?
1: Uh, Two years from now.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Today is June 7th, 2016. So, June 7th, 2018, we will have a project. Yes, by Brian C Simmons. Yeah. All right, yeah. I will hold that. Okay, yeah. I, I will hold you to it. It'll happen. You know, okay. Like, it'll, happen, it'll definitely
1: happen. Oh. Definitely
0: happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, what are you most excited about? You're going home. Yeah. When are you going home? i um, going home tomorrow. Oh <laughs> yeah. no! So, what are you most excited about um, going back home?
1: I'm um, I'm excited about the music, um, about uh, the people I'll be playing with. Um, uh, I guess yeah. While I was out here, um, I've been kind of I guess producing, co-writing, or um, just like laying down the keys for um, like a hip-hop artist. Actually, two artists: uh, Monty Draper, uh, hip-hop guy. When I come back, gonna play a show with him.
0: Nice. Like,
1: really, neat, really nice show with uh, yeah. Pete Rock and uh, and CL Smooth. Ooh. If you know of these people, <laughs> but, um, I
0: don't. But I think that's so awesome that like you're here doing your thing, and then yeah. already have things lined up, yeah, ready to yeah. hit the road running. That's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've been working on his album here the whole time, um, just sending me like sequences and sending me ideas, and like it's really cool. Really cool. Like we've really, we've really built a like a relationship since I've been here. Just being abroad, just emails, and he'll be walking down the street and singing a melody and send it to me and it's like a good challenge and I'll just like write stuff to him wow. and then give it back to him he's like dude this is amazing this is sick man you know oh. <laughs> so a really cool relationship and he'll be he travels so he'll be in Seattle and you know come up with a sequence or come up with something with the with the uh, producer send it to me alright Ryan lay something down anything lay it wow. down and then they, they like and it's crazy, like I know how it sound or like what they sent me, you know, it could be this really bare basic track and then I add what I add. And then and when it hits iTunes, it's like this whole like I'm like, yo, where did the just nice. like chopped everything and made this whole huge yeah. like five minute song out of it. <laughs> you know? like, wow. Yeah. Really cool, really cool. So that's one project and then um, another friend has an E P and she's a singer singer songwriter. And um, I was working with her a lot before I left, but wasn't able to finish the EP. So when I left, I finished it out here. And uh, same, same thing, you know, I know what it sounds like when they sent it to me before, bass was laid down, drums, you know, it was just like vocals and guitar. And then I laid my part down. And then when it's released, it's like this full band. like, oh, it's crazy. And uh, one of the songs is actually really cool. I like, took a solo that they didn't use but they used like bits of it to make hits mm-hmm. in the in the song and I was like oh man that's really cool it's my like you know like wow. you know, so, so.
0: so when can we expect those projects?
1: Um uh, uh the album for Monty Draper I'm not sure he, he was talking about this summer but I'm not sure when it'll be done but uh, we have some stuff on iTunes now and um he has some, a lot of a lot of some dates coming up, but I have I have no idea. I'm just gonna go back and just be open to whatever and open yeah. to making music or just helping them out with that project. Or, so, so I have no idea. And now with the other one, the zoo, I don't know if it's if it's complete or it might have been been mastered. I don't know. I'm not sure where they are. Okay. But uh, they'll come out eventually.
0: Okay. So, um, connectors. I will put all of that information in the description box. So, yeah, click the link so you can hear it because I can't wait to hear it. But, yeah, um, back to you, Brian. Um, so where do you see yourself maybe a year from now?
1: Um, a year from now? I um, see myself, uh, one, finishing my degree. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, if I would have had my degree out here, it would have changed my experience. How so? Um, there's a lot of uh, teaching opportunities out here and um, I guess living here has just made me appreciate like, um, appreciate my American passport, the American degree yeah. and, um, in anything. It can be in music and I can get, you know, it just opens a whole world of uh, different jobs, different day jobs that pay really well. So, so yeah. Um, all my spare time here, I would have definitely would have picked up a day job and like been able to like fund my album more. You know, mm-hmm. save more. Um, so a year from now, I definitely want to finish my degree. Um, hopefully, work on my album. Uh, have toured somewhere by then and
0: uh, toured internationally or. Within the states, Um or both,
1: or both, both uh, just a, just a tour. You know, I've never really been on a like a like a, a tour tour. I've mm-hmm. definitely I've traveled. You know, played in New York, and but it was like a all right, guys, we're flying to New York to play this gig. You know, kind of stuff like that, or going to LA to do this, and mm-hmm. but it's never been like a twenty five cities in a row tour. And I, people tell me it's stressful, it's hard, but yeah. I just have to say I did it. You know, yeah. it's just like you know, get a sticker from every city <laughs> I go to and just put on my keyboard just to right. say, yeah, I've been on tour and it was played to thousands of people every night, you know. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's up there. Mm-hmm. That's up there. And definitely uh, being in this band has really equipped me more to just doing that with a pop person or a pop artist or uh, reggae or whoever. Mm-hmm. So I know what it takes. I know the dedication. and know the time that it has to that goes into it, you know? So. Yeah. So. Okay. so, that's it. That's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So, I guess this is also another perfect time to ask this question. Um, every episode, we go anywhere we want. I have a plane, the connected plane, and we can go anywhere you want in the world and You can bring along anyone you'd like to bring. So your mama, your daddy, whomever you want. And also the people who have influenced you, musically or just personally. And whenever we get to this place, you will play because you're pianist, keyboardist. And it's just an appreciation thing. Like, this is connecting the people who are there with you. So who would those people be, and where are we going? Okay.
1: Um, People who go with me, uh, of course my parents, uh, grandparents, a lot of relatives, relatives that, that have been there and really followed me and supported me. No, not all of my relatives, you know, <laughs> some care, some don't, you know, right. some have, like, reached out to me while I've been gone, some haven't, you know, Uh, sister, brother-in-law, um, a few friends, a few friends that I really know, that I really trust them, trust their ears. Yeah. Um, like, whatever I come out with, you know, they, they're they not musicians, but they know, like, what, what music sounds good or what feels good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, definitely those friends. Um, I'm not gonna name like all of the individuals because just in case I forget, like, i oh, yeah. dude, what about me, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, so. but definitely Jaron Tyndall, one of my good friends. You know, he skypes me every week, and, and, and he just like shout out, yeah, shout out, yeah. This guy motivates me, man. It's crazy. He just calls me because I had a project back at home. Um, Jay Burgundy, um, it was like a hip hop, just like hip hop before before all these other bands like really got on it. And he's like, calls me, he's like, dude, bring back Jay Burgundy. He's like, you're gonna make this album, you're gonna do this, you're gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be this style, and it's gonna be sick, dude. Like, yeah. do it, please, like, Aww. please, <laughs> you know. So definitely him. Um, um, and uh, lot of musicians I work with, uh, yeah, a lot of my, my boys, um, Evolver, if they're free, <laughs> they could call, you know, my first, first international band. Uh, and we would go to, uh, I don't know why Morocco's popping into my head right now. I've never been there. Don't really know much about the country, but people I talk to is just like, here, good things. And so
0: maybe, yeah, Morocco. Okay. Yeah. I've never been, so yeah. I'd love to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. All right, Brian, this has been amazing. I really appreciate your time. And I'm so excited we were able to connect yeah, yeah. Um, before you go back and leave me here. Really good, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I good think job. so. I yeah, think yeah. so. So, where can we find you? Facebook, Instagram? Do you have a website? Where can we find you?
1: Yeah, um, I have a website, um, Brian Simmons Music, Brian with a Y. Or you can Google Brian Simmons Piano. And I should be the person that pops up. I've, like, paid Google a lot of money to, like, you could spell my name, like, crazy. But just put piano on the end of it, and you should see me. Okay. <laughs> so, um, an Instagram, Brian C. Simmons. So I guess it's my personal Instagram, but a lot of music stuff. Music and food. Okay. Which uh, is all right. You know? That's important. Yeah. <laughs> um, Facebook. Facebook. Um, don't, I have a Facebook page but I never released it I never like felt confident enough to like release oh, it for people to like know. it I don't know like what if I release it now only like like 75 people like it you know <laughs> yeah. you know I don't know this, this is whatever so I'll probably release it soon. I don't know um, but Facebook Brian C. Simmons if you want to add me mm-hmm. or just follow me on my Facebook see what I'm up to um, uh, Twitter but I'm um, it's like my personal Twitter. So I don't really, like, tweet about gigs, really. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah web- website would probably be the best way. Okay. Best way. Uh, website Instagram.
0: And that's where we can also find, like, upcoming shows? Yes, yes. Um, and links to, you know, the projects uh, that I'm on. And
1: I also teach lessons online. So if you want to uh, buy lessons or, or just download one of the free lessons, uh, find that on my website, too.
0: Okay. Well, again, Brian, I really thank you so much for meeting me here in your space. And connectors, you know where to find me ampsconnected.com or on Instagram, ampsconnected, on Twitter, amp. I always, like, I can never say this. A-M-P-S-C-N-X-T-D. Or email me, info.ampsconnected at gmail.com. And, you know, let's just connect. All right, Brian, you've been amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. All right, connectors, we are out.